Hello, everybody, and welcome to the penultimate episode of the Kamidogu podcast for 2022. I am Christopher Belginovsky, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, Toasty. Toasty! Joining us today is an incredible woman whose contribution to Mortal Kombat 11 is nothing short of breathtaking. Episode 39 continues our string of interviews with empowering and highly talented women. We can't wait to get started, so Toasty, take it away. Thanks for being here today, combatants. Mortal Kombat has always been known for its secrets and its mysterious background characters. Whether it's originally Reptile, Smoke, or otherwise, one character who has always been shrouded in mystery that had left fans most eager with her whereabouts was the rumored Scarlet. Speculated by fans with alleged photo leaks in MK2, she had to be around somewhere. Scarlet finally made her playable debut appearance much later in the franchise. But it was not until 2019's Mortal Kombat 11 that Scarlet's character would truly be fleshed out and brought to life with her own unique flavor and enticing personality. Today, we have the distinct pleasure to be speaking with Bieta Pozniak. Bieta voiced Scarlet in this very successful game and brought forward a large amount of new Scarlet fans around the globe. The character was warmly received throughout the community, and Bita was gifted enough to be presented a Best VoiceOver Award for her work in this title. Therefore, Kamitogu is gifted in our own right to have the pleasure of speaking with such an accomplished and extraordinary woman. We're happy you hopped along for the show, and with that being expressed, let's now continue to today's interview. All right, everyone, and here we are, joined by the lovely Bita Pozniak. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. So to begin this interview, tell our audiences how you were originally introduced to Mortal Kombat. Uh, had you heard or even played any of the games before auditioning for Scarlet? <laughs> uh I, of course, heard about Mortal Kombat, uh, one of the most successful games uh, of all times. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but I have not been in uh, a video. Having said that, actually, I have been in one video game before Mortal Kombat, mm. and that was Psychic Detective. Um, you know, one of the first ones, experimental games, it was more of a interactive mystery game that ah. uses, uh, used a lot of live action footage. Uh, right. And it was a huge, huge game. Um, we, there were like 20 uh, game developers and 100 actors and probably another 100 um, people on the film crew. And it, it felt like a feature film. Um, and there were so many versions of the game 
that one version was actually shown at Sundance Film Festival. But what was great about that game is that um, it was something called interactive acting. So the player could make my character become sweet, innocent, or malicious. Ah, so yes. <laughs> I had to look directly into the camera lens. And if, if the player chose uh, for me to be sweet or seductive, I actually lean in and kiss the camera lens. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> or if he wanted me to be, um, you know, naughty. Uh, so I had to yeah, yeah. pick the lens. So this was the type <laughs> of uh, video games I was part of. And that there was a, you know, I was more acting uh, in front of the camera for many years. And then became that call, magical call from my agent asking, um, would I be interested in doing a video game? Um, and I had, and I said, sure, I, I would love to get into video games. And she said, okay. So, uh, she sent me first an NDA. I was not allowed to know what it is. And, um, and it was a character, uh, it was called tech mage. Ah. So I thought, um, okay. So probably just, you know, just one of many, Techie people that are part of a game, maybe they need someone exotic sounding or from another planet and uh, just one of many people. And um, so I wouldn't with very, you know, little expectations. I just thought, wow, I this is what will get me in right, you know, into that world. And uh, why not? So. So I thought that maybe I need to. Um, do more research, like in, get into programming. There's <laughs> 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 something just, you know, I started, you know, thinking about how, how these techie people might look like and sound like, and, uh, sure. you know, to get that, that sound, uh, but how do they sound, you know? So anyway, we send it in and then, um, soon after that she said well um they would love to meet with you and i said oh great you know so when i actually met with the team i did not know really uh what it was i then then i was introduced that it was mortal kombat i said mortal kombat that, that that's like legendary i mean uh -huh. really and so here i am thinking i'm just going to be one of you know, I'm going to do my few, like four lines and thank you. And then hopefully one day they'll come back to me and say, Hey, would you like to do a bigger part or something? <laughs> right. That, that's how it started. So, uh, but then I meet, um, wow. I, I meet, um, Dominic who is the director and yep. Amanda, that was my first meeting and uh they started to explain the character actually that had a name scarlet i'm thinking i thought i'm playing a tech mage so so then suddenly <laughs> scarlet it had a name uh so that means it's a bigger role and i had no idea like no idea uh how many lines 
how big of the part, nothing. So mm-hmm. um, that was the you know beginning of of this incredible, incredible uh, journey, really, um, to this badass woman. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, and that was actually my next it. question. Um, I was going to ask because we spoke to Melaline a few episodes ago. Yeah. And she said that she was reading for a character called Guard A. So it's interesting to hear that pretty much everyone didn't know who they were actually reading for until the end. And for (laughs) what it's worth, uh, when I first loaded up the Mortal Kombat 11 demo and Scarlet was a playable character, I absolutely love what you've done with her voice. And I I honestly think that adds so much more to the character. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, I, I loved, um, I will never forget my first meeting in the studio at Warner Brothers. Um, they showed me uh, the character, how they envisioned her. And that was so helpful to, uh, to you know, just seeing the visuals, how, how they saw her just helped me. Um, with finding a voice for her and um and dominic was just so wonderful in terms of explaining the history uh where scarlet began as a intriguing glitch with a deliciously (laughs) menacing energy you know (laughs) so the way he was talking about it i wanted to capture that and i just love that she is this mysterious warrior with um special powers (laughs) given to her by Shao Kahn and and uh it was just lovely it was lovely being in the studio and start uh, developing and co-creating um, the character with, with the director. And uh, when I saw, you know, uh, Scarlet, um, previous Scarlet and the new Scarlet, uh, my first reaction was, I, I saw they were looking for my reaction and they say, and I said, I want her skins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I do like this. It was so amazing. And so just, you know, I just wanted to be her, you know. It was just great. It was just great. So incredible. It was fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah. and I wanted to give her just this voice, um, you know, which was in a way um, a combination of mystery and um, some kind of a sense of being a powerful threat to all her adversaries you know so it's a it was just a wonderful process in searching and and there's a lot of um just like scarlet was searching in the very beginning of who she is i felt in a similar way as someone also is searching to find a voice for her. Scarlett was also trying to find a new voice for herself since she she was a throwaway. So we had similar paths, I would just say, in doing mm-hmm. this process. <laughs> yeah, how, how did it feel uh, being the first to make, you know, her mark, really? Um, 
gosh, you know, she for me is, it, it, first of all, it's an honor. It, it, it really is a true honor. And uh, because she for me means much more than anything. Uh, I think now that I see how fans responded to the character, uh, I think many people identify with her uh, because she was an orphan. She was she 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 came from nowhere, and she is she was a throwaway. And many of us can relate to that. Uh, we've been at one time or another. We had all felt abandoned, um, sure. not loved, not loved, not wanted. Mm -hmm. And um, and that is Scarlet. So Scarlet gives hope. She gains strength, and she finds her strength. Therefore, gives us all that hope. And now, giving that voice, it's so symbolic. From this voiceless throwaway, suddenly we gain strength, and we have voice. So that's why this character has so much more on a, in a, such a symbolic, deeper level. Uh, and I think people realize that on a deeper level in themselves, it's them, it's, it, it's us. We, I felt like that and I can for sure identify with um, that feeling. So finding that voice uh, means so much and bringing um, to life a character that has an impact on the larger ecosystem of Mortal Kombat universe mm -hmm. uh, means a lot. And, and I'm so proud to uh, be part of that and, and to, uh, you know, kind of be the symbol, <laughs> you know, Scarlet is the symbol of hope in a way and power yeah. and 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 be you know the badass the the unpredictable and uh unstoppable energy and that's uh -huh. what we all need in life you know we need to feel in in those moments of being down we, that we can do it and that's who she is for me she's unstoppable <laughs> wow yeah. beautifully stated beautiful, beautiful. wow <gasps> so when it came to recording her lines yeah. how much of her sound actually came from your influence and how much was directed by the studio because in some of her lines for instance she actually almost sounds like hungry for blood like i get that feeling <laughs> when she actually speaks she's I like you know like you said that yeah I love you said that this is the direction actually dominic was giving me exactly what you said I want her bloodthirsty. I give me that. Give me that, and uh, I loved uh, working with Dominic. He is, you know, by walking into the studio and knowing the game, which is so high energy, and you know, it's on a go and a go and a go and on a high. Here is Dominic, who is so soft-spoken, quiet, nurturing great he's a great listener and 
You know, it was just so fabulous to work with him. He just tunes in with you and just feeds you what he needs. And you give it back to him because he's so clear in what he wants. So it felt very, in a way, easy to be in that environment. And you just fall into the character. You just... Um, in a way, you feed off each other. He he tells you what he wants. You feed him back, and um, and just to be like Scarlet, you are just hungry and bloodthirsty. So you actually, I'm so glad you said that, because that's exactly what the director and the team was after. So, what would you say are actually some of your favorite Scarlet lines from the game uh, that you can recall? If you're up to it, we'd love to hear some. Oh, um, toxic insect. <laughs> <laughs> That's so uh, good. <laughs> um, let me see. Um, ah, upset that I nicked your vein. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Amazing. Oh, that's so good. I love that. So it, it's so great. Um, I I just uh, it, it, it's it's great. Yeah. Um, I will bleed you from every pore. <laughs> Chris, did you get chills? I got chills. I am actually <laughs> I am actually so scared right now. <laughs> Well, that's my oh. next question. My next question, I was actually going to ask if you share yeah. any personality traits with Scarlet, but I feel like when you speak, you just ooze Scarlet. Like, I'm sure you're not hungry mm. for blood, but you're just <laughs> like you embody the character so well. Even speaking to you now, I'm, 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 I'm flawed that you can just people. perform like that on, on the, on the fly. Yeah. Um, well, let, let me see. I think the traits. Um, uh, I think being unpredictable. Life is unpredictable. We plan things, but uh, it is just unpredictable. And I think Scarlet is unpredictable. I definitely, as a woman, I'm unpredictable. Um, <laughs> and I love, uh, I think we love... Um, forbidden behaviors. I think everybody loves to be a little naughty now and then. Uh, so that's <laughs> you only live once, right? <laughs> that's right. True. Um, so I think those kind of uh, things. Also, I enjoyed seeing Scarlet during the Cold War. And I don't know if you guys know, uh, coming from Eastern Europe, I went through the Cold War. Mm. Oh. Yep. So these wow. are very similar. Uh, I actually I actually lived through that. Oh my. Um, besides um, red hair. Um, yeah. I will uh, I love red orange colors. Uh, it resembles fire, but also fire within. I think. Yes. Um, <laughs> I can identify with that little fire. Um, uh, I love um, 
Let's see. Also, it's interesting. Red color. I love. I always loved the bright colors.、Um, you know, some experts actually say that the red color、uh, is associated with our physical needs and our will to survive. Which、wow. is I find very interesting, and yeah, yeah, and so、uh, so therefore, Cold War, Cold War, we are survivors. So you're asking things、mm. that we share. We are survivors, and、um, both Scarlett and I am,、uh, and many of us actually.、Uh, so、um, red is. Is powerful. It's energizing.、Uh, it excites us and it motivates us to take action. So when we see red, orange, the fire,、uh, I think、uh, Scarlett, when she was introduced, that fire within was perfect.、Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is actually brilliantly created. Brilliantly. Um, very daring,、um, in a in a real way. Blood, blood, more blood. In that sense, <laughs> you know, for some,、uh, blood can be very scary.、Sure. And but right, and for others, it can actually symbolize extreme passion、mm. and being alive. So,、um, and I know that in the dream world,、uh, it means transformation, and it shows that life is cyclical. So,、mm-hmm. so Scarlett—that's you know, for me, Scarlett, and for all of us, you know, it's all cycles. We are feel nobody, and then suddenly we pe- feel empowered. It's the fighting game of life, and this is who we are. So she、mm-hmm. is perfect. Brilliant.、Sure. So you've said it was absolutely wonderful working with、uh, Dominic Cianciello.、Um, how was it?、Uh, say, I'm going to highly assume you worked、uh, a decent or amount with、uh, Ed Boon.、Uh, was there anybody else in the studio that you have really, really fond memories with? Well, it's so interesting because.、Um, I've never met Ed Boon. Okay, oh, really? <laughs> wow! 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 To, uh, the only time,、uh, the only interaction, if this was an interaction, is、uh, I got a tweet from him. Congratulations on、uh, on Scarlet and the award. So that was nice.、Yeah. Um, but I know he's creating, he's busy, and、uh, so my part. Uh, in Scarlet was mostly with Dominic and the team、uh, at Warner Brothers in the studio, and、um, in the first meeting we had Amanda,、uh, another co-director, but after that was Dominic, and、um, and it, it was just、uh, oh man, I, I you know it's it's these are the times where you, you the, the clock stops, you know the time stops. It just、uh, you. You want to be in that studio all the time, you know. Once you love the character and and love the people around,、uh, 
you, you don't know if it's uh, 9 a.m. or 9 p.m. It's just fantastic. <laughs> That's fair. So when yeah. you when you recorded your lines, um, was that largely done in the United States or did you do anything at home, say in Europe at all? No, uh, everything. I live in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, okay. So uh, to Warner Brothers, it's just, uh, it's very close. And, um, and, uh, so yeah, everything was done in Los Angeles. So looking back at the story mode specifically, uh, you were in a few scenes for sure. Um, was there any particular moment in the story, uh, with Scarlet that you thought really, really stood out that you were most proud of? Wow. Um, oh my gosh. Mm. I love all my scenes. Uh, <laughs> all those That's lines. The spirit. Oh gosh. You know, I love um the ending, the in the tower mode in, in the end. Um Oh right, yeah. The ending, um where um let me see, what where she says uh I'll have rivers of blood shed in my name, purging heretics who dare to reject me. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So I love that scene, that power, hunger, you know, to tap into that energy, uh, the power hungry, it just was awesome the way it was written and um yeah. love that scene um oh uh oh i love um oh, this was kind of beautiful um another scene ah, better to thrive in shell Khan's court than starve on the streets when she's walking and it's it's um uh, when she uh, is about to torture Jade and then Kitana. Oh yes. my gosh. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, oh, and I loved, um, I was actually very moved and really surprised when I saw Scarlet as an artist in the scene, you know, friendship. Yes, the friendship. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it was, it, you know, I was really, um, it was a home run because it was so close to my heart. And um, I don't know, from any project I have ever done, this meant so much to me because uh, this moment of friendship, it just on a personal level, um, I actually have a studio and I paint. And Look I at have. That. Uh, and, uh, you know, from sculpting to painting to oh, even in the background, you see actually uh, a painting. Uh, this is like all the races in a woman's body. Uh, this is just a copy of that. Um, it's called Nemocene. It's from uh, mythology, Nemos, Mnemonos, memory. It's going back to the past memory of who we are as a as a you know, race or races, you know, it's just about all the races in, in a woman's body in the planet earth. And so, um, and she's the mother of all muses. And then, uh, I actually, you know, I, I, I was so moved to get so much love from the fans. Um, 
I was not big on social media first before Mortal Kombat. And yeah. then I noticed on Twitter, uh, the, there was so much love and excitement and questions from the fans. I was so moved when they were sending uh, drawings, sketches, some animations of Scarlet and what it means to them. I, I just couldn't believe it. There's, there's so much excitement and uh, around Scarlet. And mm -hmm. I just felt like I want to give something back, you know? I just wanted to just, you know, if I could, I would hug each one of you guys, you know? I, I just <laughs> wanted... Really, there was... You know, I haven't experienced so much love uh, and, uh, and 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 the fans like reaching out like this. So I thought I'll just um, and I and uh, I thought I'll just make a, my own drawing for them. You know, of of Scarlet. Oh wow! <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Wow. Whoa! So this is my Scarlet. This is my. This is actually Scarlet's self-portrait. Uh, <laughs> look wow, at that's that. incredible yeah and it's so interesting so this is a copy the biggest bigger one is framed over there but uh so so you know it was interesting some fans said oh why did you pick her in that moment why she's so like sad that that's exactly when she is nobody and and i thought this is exactly what we should always remember to be humble. And mm. no matter how much power we have in life, we should never forget where we came from. Mm. And this is just a reminder of how humble it is, how important it is to be grateful and humble. And this is what it, ref what it means to me uh, and, and Scarlet. So, well said. so that's why it's just so beautiful to interact with fans. I'm so grateful for fans, and uh, I just I really love 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 them. I I when I flew to Poland, um, now I'm actually in Poland, and we had a meeting here with with um, just the audience and talking about new projects and poetry, and I mean I couldn't believe it. I had, you know. In Poland, actually, what it turns out, you know, there's no Polish version of um, of Mortal Kombat. So here I see these people come from different cities, from the south of Poland, north of Poland. They come dressed as Scarlet, and they just want <laughs> or they want a picture, and they say, "You don't know how much it means to me." They bring pictures and say, "Please sign it." I said, "Well, what would you like me to sign?" And and they go, "Blood for blood." They know the lines. <laughs> they know the lines in English language. I am so moved. The impact, even in Poland, you know, it's I mean, unbelievable. So this is how powerful this character is, and mm. and and just seeing how much it means to others. Uh, there's no better award really for an actor to to experience, you know. Once you mm. see how much it means for others, uh, how they identify with your character uh is priceless priceless 
And just to be yeah. clear, you don't offer autographs or paint in blood, is that correct? Do I paint in blood? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to be clear, you don't, right? That's not something you do? Uh, no, not in blood, but I would be surprised if somebody would bring their blood, you know? And Yeah. Um, That's taking you know, things a bit too I've far, I think. Things happened in my life, so yeah. But just because of what uh, Scarlet, you know, symbolizes that power and uh, not giving up in hard times, not giving mm -hmm. up, being fearless mm -hmm. no matter what, and and being the you know the unstoppable and. and able to protect herself and and the community she is very loyal mm. so, so i think says something to people yeah yeah um while taking on this amazing character um what would you consider to be your biggest challenge on taking on scarlet yeah like um was it difficult to kind of fall into that role or did you just feel comfortable just, you know, the, being directed by Dom and just, you know, getting into uh, it? And um, Well, since all my life I was acting in front of the camera, uh, voicing a video game is very different than working on a movie. So... When you are recording a scene uh, with another character, you are actually performing alone mm. in the studio. Uh, you are delivering lines without seeing uh, your scene partner. So voice acting looks very easy, but it's really... I would say even a higher level of exercising your imagination, uh, performance and craft, because you have to imagine uh, the character. So you are delivering those lines uh, with somebody in front of you that it is, is not there. So I think mm. that is a challenge. Mm. That is a challenge. Um, you don't see anybody except the mic, and then far away, behind the glass, you say you see far away bunch of bunch of people <laughs> who yeah. um, who who direct you, who listen to you. So sometimes, often the way it works, you give them three or four takes. Uh, of the same line. Mm. So they listen and it's kind of a little dance. You give them a little less, a little more, because you don't know how the other actor will actually respond to those lines. Mm. So yeah. you have to give them three or four lines and they have a very challenging role because they have to match us up in the delivery, in the emotion. So what you hear, it's a phenomenal dialogue as if both of us would be in the same room 
while we are not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is, I would say, a challenge. Yeah. Wow. And that's where I think it's a higher level of of um, uh, of a challenge, and 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 you know, one has to be really skilled, I would say, voice wise and uh, acting wise, to be able to uh, foresee what the team is after, what the director mm-hmm. wants. Wow, that's most interesting. So clearly, yeah, you had no uh, real like like interaction with any of the other voice actors or voice actresses. Uh, did you, by chance, uh, have you ever worked with any of the other uh, cast from the game, or do you know any of them? I wish I would. They, you see, all the other actors, they know each other. They've been in so many games together. <laughs> <laughs> them, they know each other. They're like a family. So in a way, part of me feels like real Scarlet left out sometimes <laughs> because I'm uh, over there somewhere. You know, I'm new. I'm new. I'm new trying to get in. Um, but um, so uh, so I I ha- actually have met um, sometimes. A few times, actually, I have met uh, Richard Epcar because he would record <laughs> his lines before me. So we would quickly ah. say hello. And I, I would kind of laugh to him. Oh, hello, Joker. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and so we would kind of, uh, uh, you know, just kind of tease each other. Um, and so that was very nice. I loved meeting him and talking to him. And uh, he's such a pro. I And, you know, I came in earlier just looking behind that glass and the way he delivers lines. And it's it's just such an inspiration. It's, it's wonderful. So... Um, mm-hmm. So, so that, so that is great. And, um, uh, yeah, so, uh, but, but the time will come, maybe we'll meet, hopefully I'll be invited to a con and where everybody is and we can meet and maybe, you know, there's so many badass women there and maybe, oh my gosh, wouldn't that be great to have the badass women of Mortal Kombat or something, you know? <laughs> that would be good. You know, it's like, a, it's a- like a panel or something, you know, because all of them are such a great, what a great women, you know, in Mortal Kombat. All of them in, in their own way are such a badass women. And I love that. Yes. It seems like the players too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a matter of time. It's going to yes. happen, you know, one of these days. And you know what? As far as I'm concerned, you're here to stay, Beata. You were so amazing in the role. Uh, you know, we're all keeping our fingers crossed you're going to be in uh, the next Mortal Kombat game or more to come because it was just oh, sensational. Gosh. I I would love that. I would love that more than anything. And I would love to continue to play Scarlet in whatever form she may inhabit. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, just playing that badass with uh, bloodthirsty energy is just uh, awesome. (laughs) Uh, With that being said, there is in fact a buzz, uh, you know, within the community since the announcement of Mortal Kombat Onslaught, which is a new mobile game set to release worldwide in 2023. After its uh, recent soft launch in some Asian markets, 
It seems that Scarlet is indeed featured in the game. Uh, have you recorded anything specifically for this title? Did you say that she is in the game? In that, I believe also? so. I believe yeah? so. Yeah. So I. I am always the last one to know. I, I find out things from fans. There's always leaks. How did you guys know? I don't <laughs> I you know, I I don't know. Sometimes you record and the the creators they already know ahead often, you know, what will be happening. So sometimes we record not necessarily just for the upcoming you know, segment um, or story mode, they already plan ahead. So it could be that when I was recording, they already knew. <laughs> but we actors, we uh, often don't know. We have NDAs, we have all that. So, so um, yeah. I'm just so happy. If I would be, I would be thrilled. Very nice. good. Yeah. Um, so outside of voicing Scarlet in Mortal Kombat 11, uh, you've provided your talent to movies, TV, um, audiobooks, and uh, much more. As you've shown us as well, you're also an amazing painter. And I believe you're a poet as well, from what I understand. Um, do you have a favorite amongst all of them? You know, I feel like, um, like an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> I like Scarlet with <laughs> She has <laughs> in all these things, poetry, painting, acting, right? So, um, you know, I love them all. They're part of me, you know, all of these like Shiva, all these hands, you know, <laughs> they, I love them all. And, um, and I am a little bit a unsettled soul. And uh, so I have to keep all the time creating all the time i am just this person that is uh in a, in her own way unstoppable i i just love life i love seeing what's new what's possible what else can we do together what else is needed for what else where can i contribute who need you know it's just all the time i'm a seeker uh you know and and um you know, it's just this on this earthly walk, you know, we, you want to taste uh, life as much as possible. And, and we are very fortunate when we are given this opportunity. Mm -hmm. So that's why I love I mean, it all. Yeah, I have an interesting question. Um, what advice would you give to somebody looking to delve into the world of voiceover work? Oh, wow. Um, I think it is important um, to get to know your own instrument, own mm. voice. Uh, if it's going to singing lessons, uh, music uh, lessons even, uh, to be able to play with your voice, do staccato, legato with the vowels, see where it takes you. We are all built in a different way. Um, I would recommend studying other, other pioneers paths, you know, like yeah. 
Alfred Wolfson or Roy Hart, Chekhov, Stanislavski, Jerzy Grotowski, who wow. had an amazing, um, who taught the body and vocal imagination techniques. Um, and I think by learning other people's paths, you will create your own. You'll take something from everybody and create your own because we are all unique and different. So it is important to uh, learn also about body, psychology, about movement, because movement will affect our voice. So it's not only oh, from here, how I can imitate someone. It's also how our body can affect our voice, how emotion when I'm sad, how I am suddenly after fight. <sighs> Breath is different. I need to work on my yeah. diaphragm, you know, so <laughs> or work on uh, for example, we did, uh, I loved one of my favorites is a headstand where you re relax and go all through the vowels here. You know, we have eight vowels, you know, for example, in Poland. So, uh, so you go through the vowels, ah, a, or, you know, you go all and you loosen everything up and that's where the natural voice will come in. You work on the, you know, you look at the reson where it resonates, you know, head, chest, uh, arms, you know, you would, You'd play all these games with the body and you'll find uh, new things within yourself. And the process of discovery, what a human body can create and its potential, it's phenomenal. I, I mean, I think that's why what excited me about acting first is that the human potential, if you tap in, there's so many fantastic things to discover you know i feel like a kid you know it's it just <laughs> it, it's just endless there it just to be it, it just to tap in and find it and play with it have fun in the process and sometimes we can be blocked so good it's good to find you know a little read up on psychology what is it that blocked us there what is it is it something emotional so just like scarlet you know, I'm laughing here, but what to do to overcome that and say, no, go away. I hear that thought. It's only a thought. Okay, thought. I hear you, but go away. Now let me proceed with what I need to accomplish. So mm -hmm. it's all those things that um, it, it, it all will come together. And um, it, not to be discouraged, it's a show business, not as they, it's a business after all, it's, it's for a reason called show business, not show art, for example. Mm. So, um, so it is important not to get discouraged because we are constantly uh, rejected for one reason or the other, which has often nothing to do with you, me, or, yeah. you know, it's just life. But I read some time ago that, for example, tigers, about tigers. So I love to study animals. And, mm -hmm. um, and it's very helpful in acting, by the way, because um, every animal has their own little traits and feelings and and postures right. 
learn about uh, their physique, and sometimes you can you can um, take that on into a character. Just take on、mm-hmm. their skin, right? So tiger, for example, only get their prey less than ten percent of the time, but they just keep on hunting. Same with humans. We keep going. We keep trying, and that makes us stronger. So never get discouraged. Be a tiger. Wow, I love <laughs> it. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> um, so you mentioned it、uh, a little earlier, but how did it feel to win an award、uh, for best、mm. voiceover in the seventh annual Voice Arts、uh, Awards back in twenty twenty? You know, I want to cry actually here because、um, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I first of all, I was very, I was speechless and、uh, and very honored、uh, to receive、um, such a fantastic recognition from your own peers. So、um, I'm moved because. Of the fact that English is my second language,、mm. and for me and other immigrants like me, we have been often overlooked. However, our industry is becoming more open and diverse, and I'm very proud of that. So,、um, so that is why this particular award is and recognition means so much,、uh, and shows to others that it is possible. You know, and I'm hope I'm not the first, and I'm, I'm not the last. I definitely am the first, but not. I hope I'm not the last. And Absolutely. It, it, it's just a beginning, and I just see. Uh, and I really am grateful to、uh, to the team and and Mortal Kombat because it's such a when it comes to diverse casting and inclusion,、uh, I dare to say they are the first because you know having immigrants, you know having people where their second language is English. Please name me others, you know. That have leading that are not guard number four, because they speak Russian or something, right? right? Show me. I mean, show me. Please show me. And this is where, you know, gratitude spelled with a capital G, <laughs> is in place, because it's like,、um, um, you know. I hear that from other actors that immigrated for a better or safer life、uh, to other countries like America, because that is the country that gives hope. And、um, it, it just shows that、um, the world and filmmaking and video games are changing, and they are after authenticity and embracing. The unknown, the 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 new the new characters, which I feel so、um, I I feel embraced now. I feel I can be part of the family,、uh, the Mortal Kombat family, in in such a 
proud way. And, and, and I am just by getting this recognition, I feel like um, I lived up to, you know, I, I, I just felt like I got a break and I and, and getting that acknowledged that I lived up to their brand, you know, that I just in a very humble way, I just feel so uh, good, you know, about, about that. And and um, and um, it just means a lot. So you, you were everything we could ever ask for and more. You were absolutely phenomenal. So <laughs> thank you so much for your work. Thank you. That. Thank you. Yeah, and so I agree. Much. I think it's it's such an iconic portrayal. I mean, everyone who worked on the game are professionals and everyone did a great job. But there's something about your Scarlet that is so very special. Amen. And that will live on now forever. So, yeah. Thank you so much. I, I just love this woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you can tell, though. <laughs> <laughs> just slightly, just slightly. <laughs> now, furthermore, you were born in Poland, and yet you yourself were successful in the introduction of the first bill in the history of U.S. Congress to officially recognize International Women's Day in the United States. Tell us why exactly... This was so important to you. Um, it is a day that I grew up with. I was very proud uh, that we had this day. At that time, when I was a little girl, I didn't understand the meaning, but I there was something special that in around us we were we were we were getting cards and and flowers and and. And boys were saying, well, happy Women's Day. And we were just girls, you know, it was something it made me feel special. And then later on, when I was um, in high school and then college, it had a bigger meaning. I understood more about it, that how women uh, that that day in particular is much more than flowers and a card. It really is. It's going back to the suffragettes, to uh, to fighting for your own rights, for what rights as a woman. But because because hundred years ago, it looks recent, but in 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 times of my grandmother, they were not women were not allowed to study, they were not allowed to belong to a library, they were not allowed to go to college to get an education. So. This day symbolically for me means a lot. It's just like as a reminder where we have been, where we are now and what we can become. Because even now when you look at, let's say our business in, you know, when you watch Oscars, it's nearly a hundred years um, of you know, we have the Oscars of the, it's the history of the Academy of giving out Oscars. Well, how many women so far received the best director award as an Oscar? In a hundred years, three. We have a lot, yeah. you know, the same when it comes to Nobel Prize winning um, uh, w uh, women in literature. I think there's 114 men, and I think there's only like 19 women, right? In literature, um, um, you know, it, it's just we we don't think about it. That's why it is important to me the way women are represented 
And, you know, so, sometimes when, so sometimes when they send me a script and they say, what would you like to play? There's so many great parts. And I'm looking at the script and I, and I go, I want to play John because John has something to play. Mary is just like, oh, what would you like to eat today? You know, so it's, it's this, I want to play a character. I would like to also say something, have great lines and, and not just to look nice and pretty because um, it's been done. And I think we are worth more. And we Absolutely. have much more to say. And I think it's time to give women a voice. And that's why I'm so proud in a way that I got Scarlett because it's so symbolic. She was voiceless before. And maybe somewhere up there, there's a reason the universe selected me to give her a voice. I mean, it's so strange to say that, but I don't know. I get chills when I say that, but it's it's just so symbolic, uh, you know, it's giving mm -hmm. So symbolically, this woman, this Scarlet, a voice, just like in real life, you know, we're giving mm -hmm. women a voice. So that is why international women is important to me. I never knew as an immigrant coming to this country because many countries around the world celebrate International Women's Day. And I did work with the mayor of Los Angeles, the governor and the Congress of introducing the very first bill in the history of the United States. It was in 1994, where it was first introduced, House Joint Resolution 316. There's a number <laughs> there. <laughs> um, so, you know, I am very proud as an immigrant um, with you know, where I had to learn English, to learn about the system and, and, and to survive and, and to find my own role models. And how when I came here to this country, I was trying to find out, well, who could be my role models? Everybody was saying, oh, it's a country of immigrants, welcome. Well, I'm thinking, I really need to see who before me so I can look up and someone that paved a way, someone that, you know, give me a chance so I can say, you made it. So. Hopefully I have a chance too. Well, I saw Andrew Carnegie. I saw Einstein that came on a boat here in 1993. I saw, you know, so list goes on for men, but where are the women? Mm. Mm. And that's why I decided to spear, spearheaded a campaign <clears throat> and say, <clears throat> let's raise awareness. So I was actually producing some events for like 10 years. Um, just to raise awareness that this day is important. And I brought in um, the unsung heroes, the, the, the people that are behind scenes that don't need recognition, that they are doing things for the good of the planet, of the earth, and for the good of humanity. And we would honor those people internationally. So I had people from, if it's Vietnam, if it's Colombia, if it's Uganda, you know, just people that are here, immigrants, women immigrants that achieved something here thanks to being in this great country. And I brought in then celebrities from Stevie Wonder to Diane Lane to Miranda Richardson to Paul Sorvino, I, and the list goes on. So they can, and uh, oh my gosh, uh, <clears throat> Uh, Robert Wise, who is my hero. Um, anyway, so they would honor them for what they have done as immigrants because 
we need to remember there is um, a reason it's called International Women's Day because we need to include more people that are from other countries. There are immigrants. Mm -hmm. This is our adopted home, our new mother called America. And we're very grateful that we are safe, we can be here, and we are given opportunities. So I am very grateful for being here. Very well said. Very, very powerful. Wow. Well, Vieta, we're going to switch things up a little bit here. We're going to yeah. go to the last segment of the show, and okay. it is called... Final Round. So what we're going to do in this final round is we're going to ask you some quick questions, try to get to know you a little more. And so the first question being, <laughs> if you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Almonds. Almonds. Oh, almonds. Mm. Okay. Or, or uh, blueberries fresh from the forest. Oh, nice. I know. That's the only way to have them. It's the only way to have them in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any nicknames by chance? Well, believe it or not, in Poland, they called me Betty. Oh. Okay. Yeah, everybody called me Betty here in Poland or Becha. So you betcha, it's betcha. It's funny, Beata, Beata, if, you know, for example, Robert is Bob or Bobby, right? So Beata in Poland, uh, it's Beatka, Beateczka, Beatuncia. So if you're close to someone, you, they, you have all these little names, Beatka, Beatunia, Beateczka, and only close to you people call you that. So... So it's usually Becha, Batechka, Baatka, or Becha. So that's how wow, they call okay. me here. And I also I was called redhead. My uh, when I was born, I was it was flaming red hair, and I remember <laughs> my mother was it was like brick red, and my mother would be stopped on the streets and. You know, in those days, they would just, you know, it was not acceptable. And and my, and people coming up, he said, how can you, you know, paint, color your your your, um, your daughter's hair at that age? And it was just oh my, my natural hair, flaming wow. red. I mean, it was just such a red color. Uh, and it looked very golden, almost carrot, carrot, you know. So I was called Ruda, which means redhead. Ruda. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. In school. Oh, go, go to Ruda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you really had to think about it, what would you say uh, was the bravest thing you've ever done? Uh, I think have guts to go to the Congress and call the White House about Women's Day as an immigrant um, because they were thinking that I was talking about Women's History Month while I was trying to say it's a women's day. <laughs> so mm. uh, for someone uh, to provide on that level um, proof of, 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 of the history in other countries, you know, I'm a foreigner. So I think that it was, um, it, took, uh, it took courage, I would say. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and um, I think that. Wow, well, bravo. 
Um, what is your favorite genre of music? Oh, um, classic rock. Nice. <laughs> uh, name some of your favorite artists. Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, I grew up with the Beatles. So, oh. so you know, yeah. I, I the Beatles, listen, I even have photographs. I had, at that time, they would say Fringe, which was the bangs. <laughs> you know, the, like the Beatles. I had the oh, haircut. Yeah. There. So they, they in, in Britain they would call they would call oh that would be the fringe right here you call bangs so you know their head haircuts and I would you know all those colors and dresses and like a little zipper and and the flaming colors were just so exciting as a kid uh, <laughs> looking up the Beatles and um, loved it I loved their music and. Uh, just felt very freeing and very just fun. It was a lot of fun, you know, on the streets and you can feel the, uh, the freedom and the vibe. Very nice. Here's an interesting one. If you could have any superpower for one day, what would you choose and why? Um, being a, hmm, uh, a swoosh girl, meaning if I could just swoosh with a hand and be a healer with, you know, people, ah. heal people, you know, mm. whatever they have, just come in and go with Very a kiss. Nice. Like that. I Very would nice. love to have that, ah, like energy, wow. good heart. The kiss of life. <laughs> that would um, be nice. Yeah. What is the most unusual thing that you've ever eaten? Oh my gosh. Um, I had a snake. Oh, I had yeah. ants. Ants, they, they, ants, yes, they, they, they are like pepper, really. They look like pepper. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. It, it, they actually taste funny. Um, and yeah, that was kind of, uh memorable i would say the snake and um and what is it I, when i was in peru they everybody eats their um they like gosh the, the, i forgot the name of the little animals but they they like you know in every home they have hundreds of them and so uh when you go as a guest you know they they it's their like delicious thing and they cook it for you. They put it on a, like a stick and they barbecue it and, and you eat it. So, so that is kind of a, was interesting, uh, very, very different. Mm. Uh, well, did you, ever, did, did you ever by chance eat a scorpion before? No. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay. No, no, but I've seen one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I was going to the other day. <laughs> Uh, you you, yeah. you were going to eat one the other day? Really? Y yeah, yeah. They they actually have some at the shop here in my town. Uh, so we'll see. Wow. <laughs> so we'll see. What stopped you? Honestly, I just haven't found the time, but I want to. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'll be back. I'm just going to pick up it? some scorpions. <laughs> how, well, how are you going to make it? To be fair, to be fair, it's at a candy shop though, and it's oh. like coated, but it's oh. a real scorpion. <laughs> so, 
Okay. Good try so it out. It, It'll be crunchy, I bet. But so it's more of a dessert. <laughs> yeah. But at least I could say I ate a scorpion, you know? It's like <laughs> wow. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. Mm. Um It's very interesting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh what is your biggest fear? Mm. Um I think when I hear um like sometimes when the water drips unnecessarily from the tap, mm -hmm. you know, it uh, yeah, sometimes or when water is unnecessary running, um, you know, that sound and just uh, preserving water. I don't know. It just bothers me or mm. some often also, especially in Europe. I don't see that in Los Angeles, but when I am in Europe um, and you go out on the fresh air and uh just walking by and people are smoking mm. ah. so so that really um bugs me really mm. bugs me and i wish there would be also when it comes to uh the smog and the fumes from the cars i wish that you know that we look at our planet maybe in a different way one day you know there there would be just fresh air and health mm. And uh, so, so these kind of things, it's really, really irritates me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope the, um, after what humans have done, I hope the, the planet can recover to some yeah. extent. Um, so yeah, we'll keep our fingers crossed with that one. Mm -hmm. um, and very last question, what is the worst gift you've ever received? <laughs> <laughs> gift? Um... That no person's going to be put on the spot yeah. now. I no gave gift. you that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, um, you know, there, there was some always jokes in Poland when we had a, but I don't know. Is it, you know, they would bring you just for fun, you know, kid, kids, I mean, at school, you know, they, they would hear, I got a gift for you, happy birthday, and they would bring you a bag of potatoes, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and, you know, you just go, oh, gosh, you know. So it was supposed to be always a joke, and they want, you know, to see you laughing, but that was kind of our, kind of, a, oh, you know, they would bring it as a, for fun and, 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 uh, and but what was amazing, they bring it so beautifully wrapped, you know, with this expensive ribbons and everything. And then when you're in tight, you think, oh, wow, oh, la, la. And then you go, all these potatoes there, you know, like this smushed up. Damn kids. Oh. <laughs> yeah, go home, make some homemade french fries, man. I mean, that's oh, it. Yeah, jokes on them. Yeah, but memorable ones. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Vita. Before we end off today's interview, do you have any current projects that you'd like to promote at this time? And which social media platforms can our listeners find you? Oh, uh, I am on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Um... And uh, I usually update if I'm working on something. I usually, because of NDAs and everything, I 
like this, but when I'm allowed to, I post it uh, and I'm very proud of that. So please check my social media uh, and I announce, I share, uh, and if there's any requests, you know, fans write to me and, and I respond and, um, and have, I love having fun with the fans. So uh, I'm happy, you know, when, when fans are uh, intrigued by something and, um, and I, I love that kind of communication and interaction. I welcome it. We appreciate you so, so much. Hundred oh, percent. Thank you, thank you. And it's been a real pleasure. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day. Well, thank you so much. And in Scarlet's voice, this was a great bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful. It was. It was. It was great. It was delicious. So thank you so much for having me on your show. It was great. You guys are You're awesome. You're very welcome. Thank Pleasure's great ours. Job. Thank you so much again. <laughs> and there we have it, my friends. This has been another splendid opportunity that we're glad we took on. Me, Chris, along with many other fans, have our fingers crossed for the return of Scarlet's character very soon. Furthermore, if you haven't, I also implore you to read the Mortal Kombat X comics if you have not. Scarlet is also featured in here and plays an interesting part. It's nice to see that she is starting to come to the limelight and getting the recognition she deserves. Thanks once again for taking the time to tune in. It's been great. Leave your thoughts in the comments. What do you think of Scarlet? And are you excited to see Bieta return as the famous blood magic mage? Okay, people, depending where you are, I hope you're staying warm. The holidays are fast approaching. It is almost Christmas. I hope you got your shopping done. And if you want to be a good sport, you got to give said person something MK related. Because let's face it, who doesn't love Mortal Kombat? Speaking of presents, we have a gift for you for our next episode. You're going to love it. Trust us on this one. You're going to want to tune in. But until that time, stay interactive, keep busy during the holidays, and give it all you got. I guess it wouldn't quite be the same without my final send-off. Have fun, stay safe, and stay flawless.